high value, low rates. Come on into the Honda Summer Sales Event at your Southwest Florida Honda dealers. Honda is KBB.com's 2021 Best Value brand. Get zero APR up to 48 months on the new 2021 Pilot or 1.9% on Accords, Civics, and CRVs. Take a virtual test drive at SouthwestFloridaHondaDealers.com. See Coconut Point Honda at your main Honda of Naples, Honda of Fort Myers, and Norm Reeves Honda Superstore of Port Charlotte. Call 888-225-1964. Take 15, a Take 3 Wrestling Podcast. We are live. It is late Sunday morning. Well, late Sunday well, night, early yeah. Monday morning. That, that's Got the my, one. Got my days mixed up here. Um, we're here to talk about what's happened this weekend. We figure that we loaded you guys up with some shows earlier in the week, and then we had our big show on Thursday. Uh, with a it little was the, bit of it was downtime. the Paul Wander Hulk Hogan of shows. It was. It was great. They were there. Uh, with with all of that going on, we thought that we would try to make maybe make this a updated Sunday night, early Monday morning thing, so you guys aren't overloaded with us talking about the same stuff, but we can still talk about some things without having to wait till Thursday. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it makes sense. Plus, I'm off on Sundays and I have to work Saturdays, so it's kind of hard to do a Saturday show because Ernest is Ernest, and, well, you guys know that already. Yeah, well, you know. All right, well, let's get right into what happened over the weekend. Uh, We'll start on Friday night on SmackDown. SmackDown opens with the one and only John Cena making his way out to the ring, basically saying, I want Roman... A funny exchange with Paul Heyman doing the do 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 do. Yeah, I I saw a little bit of that clip. I didn't watch SmackDown because I mean, like, who watches SmackDown? But <laughs> I saw a little bit of that clip, and I saw what we're gonna like, like the big thing from the show. Yes. Uh, also at that show, Sasha Banks and Carmella, or not Sasha Banks? Wow, Bianca Belair and Carmella had a match at the Rolling Loud concert here in Miami. Yeah, was it good? Did it get good I, I reviews? Didn't, or... I didn't watch. I didn't watch the match. I just yeah. saw that it was at the concert, which is pretty funny that they like kind of linked up with that. Yeah, and they had like I think one other match also. Like I think there was a like Andrew Dawkins and a somebody match too. You mean Angelo Dawkins and that guy? Who beat? Yeah, there we go. Now I remember who he wrestled. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got uh, in the closing segment of the show. The head of the table, the tribal chief, um, Roman Reigns, basically comes out and tells John Cena, uh, nope. Right. Cena comes out, and then all of a sudden we get the emergence of the first ever Universal Champion, a guy who only held the day for about, what, 23, days, 23 hours? Yeah, something like that. God damn um, it, Seth Rollins. The one and only Finn Balor comes out, and Roman says yes to Finn. So now is that for SummerSlam or is it just like that Finn's the next guy in line? Because I mean, it's not like we don't have a month still till SummerSlam. So I, I mean, next thing you know, they're going to announce that they have a, like a roadblock pay per view in like two weeks. And... Well, I mean, but they could also just do that on an episode of SmackDown. To be fair, I mean, it's not like Fox doesn't constantly push for them to have big matches on SmackDown. Yeah, I just don't know that you want to give away a Finn Balor Roman Reigns match. I I know that I wouldn't, but I also wouldn't have given away, you know, blood and guts. Like the, the wrestling companies seem to be really all in on no pun. Well, I mean, on, I mean they're on, giving up, they're giving blood and guts on a free show. Anyways, they weren't saving that for a pay per view. 
I mean, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. Like, I, I just, they do really put a lot of stuff out there like that. I thought you were going to say that I wouldn't have with, you know, the Hell in the Cell on the episode of SmackDown that we discussed, but we talked about how. Yeah, Fox wanted makes, that. Yeah. But, but I mean, it also made sense because you, you got to close with Lashley versus. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, yeah, it definitely ended up making sense. But we all know, it was like, Fox made that request, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if this is Finn at uh, SummerSlam, is this WWE kind of saving themselves in case The Rock is not available for WrestleMania? I don't know, honestly. It's it's very intriguing situation. It's one of those things where, like, fans are kind of getting themselves built up into this idea of like this thing is definitely going to happen it must happen when there's no been actual signs that it's happening it's not like rock is showing up on wwe tv it's not like he signed the contract you know it's even similar to the cm punk daniel bryan stuff with AEW right now where it's like there's a lot of rumors and there's places that are reporting it there it sounds really good and stuff like that but there's no actual guarantees that it's going to happen and you know, we all know that like fans like to get in their heads that like they're right about something and then it turns out that it doesn't happen or something else happens and then they get all super upset that like the thing they wanted doesn't happen and they shit all over the thing that actually does happen, which even if it's awesome, you know, mm-hmm. like like if everyone is getting themselves super built up and excited for The Rock to return and fight Roman Reigns and that doesn't end up happening, but we get John Cena versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I, that could be an amazing match. I'm not going to be mad about that. But at the end of the day, like, how many people would be upset because The Rock isn't there, you know? Too many. Yeah, exactly. It's a very strange. And again, it's one of those things I feel like only happens, like, in pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, see, I've, I've been thinking about this whole thing with Cena, and I'm like, okay, if Rock can't make it, this is the perfect chance you put Cena in the main event, have him win the Rumble or whatever, and, and force Roman to face him. Right. Um, if for some reason The Rock is available, does that match necessarily need the world title? No, absolutely not. I mean, it's it's it's, it's an intriguing thing, and there's not even to say that The Rock wouldn't possibly win the belt because I mean, we all thought that he wouldn't, and like the last time he came back, and you know, we were wrong about that. The poor CM Punk, speaking of CM Punk, but. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a hundred percent possible that they do that match, and it's it's a The Rock obviously is someone who doesn't need to be involved in a title match. The match is special because it has The Rock in it. Yeah, I think that match would main event WrestleMania probably but, without the title. But you could say the same thing about a Cena Roman Reigns match, also. To be fair, true, but Cena winning would get him the record. True. But, I mean, what if, like, I, I don't know that he wants that necessarily. Like, WWE might want that for him. That's what I'm saying. But... I, think, I think that's more of Vince wanting him to have it. So, have it by winning the title and holding it for a couple weeks and then drop it to insert random name here. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting because that's like there's a part of me that could totally see them doing the Finn Balor-Roman Reigns match, like, on an episode of SmackDown in the next coming weeks. And Balor winning the belt and then still getting like Cena versus Reigns at SummerSlam, but not having the title involved at all and having Balor defend the title against somebody. I don't even know who you have him defended against, but, you know, I mean, it's not like there's not 
talent there. I mean, hell, Big E has the briefcase. You know what I mean? Briefcase. I don't know what a briefcase is, but he has he has the briefcase. Uh, it's, it's a case that holds brisket. It, it is. It's 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 my best earnest impersonation. I mean, he does he does talk about man meat. So I mean, I mean that's 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 my earnest. Yep. Uh, all right, let's move on. Saturday evening, Game Changer Wrestling in New Jersey. Main event, Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage for the GCW world title. And with a little help of, from his arch rival, 440H, uh, Nick Gage loses the GCW world title to Matt Cardona. Um, 440H comes out. Their leader, Ricky Shane Page, comes out about five minutes later, tries to, quote, stop his companions from attacking Gage only to turn on Gage, allowing Cardona to hit him with two bundles of light tubes and whatever the hell he wants to call that finishing maneuver now that he does. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, it's interesting, though. You got to give them credit for that. It's definitely an interesting... I didn't see that coming at all. And it's it's got... I'm assuming it's got like the fans of GCW kind of riled up. And I mean, we all saw like they were throwing trash into the ring and stuff. And I don't know, like that's, it's very Hogan 96 turning and joining the NWO. Like it's, it's the reaction you want. I feel like. Yeah. I would definitely say that it got the reaction that it desired. Um, but can we talk about how retarded Dave Meltzer is? I mean, in general or about this one specific thing? Well, we'll start with this one specific thing. Because, I mean, yeah, we don't have enough time. And we, we, we've only got, like, at the most another 11 minutes here. We don't have enough time to talk about all of the ways that he is. Yeah, so right after this match ended, Meltzer went on to the Twitter uh, and put out a tweet saying that, that this behavior was disgusting. Um, let, let's, let's, let's peel a layer back here. Dave, you're at an indie show that's known for deathmatch wrestling mm-hmm. and their cult hero just lost to a guy who got cut by WWE and collects Hasbro action figures. Right. Which there was a case of Hasbro action figures at ringside. Right. That's your line in the sand, Mr. Meltzer. It was a really weird thing to pick a fight over, honestly. It's a really weird thing to, to go after GCW for because it's certainly far from the first time that that's ever happened in pro wrestling history. I mean, you've already mentioned it, and I guarantee you he didn't bash WCW for the fans throwing trash in the ring when Hogan turned and joined the NWO. No, I'm sure he actually he was probably, like, oh my God, look at the heat. That's insane. Oh my God, look at all the money I'm going to make by continuing this dirt sheet. Right. You know. I'm going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars because Hulk Hogan just turned heel and I can report about it in my paper. But now it's like, oh, this happened on a random indie show that I can't make any money off of. It's hot garbage. Right, exactly. You're, really, Dave, pick your battles a little bit wiser here, bud. Yeah, that was a bad one. I don't, I don't know what he was trying to get at with that. Um, now let's go back to the match itself. Cardona again wins over Gage. What do you think is next here? Because th- this is a very interesting thing here. Cardona also on the Impact roster. Nick Gage wrestling Wednesday night. I mean, look, we, we I think we all understand at this point that like outside of WWE and NXT, like there's there's no borders anymore when it comes to all these different pro wrestling companies. It feels like everyone's just kind of going everywhere and kind of 
all doing their own thing. And it's, it's awesome to be honest. Like I'm not angry about it at all. I don't see Matt Cardona necessarily keeping that title for very long, but then again, I mean, we've established like the heat that he got and the reaction that he got and all of that was so huge that, I mean, if I am GCW, I, I'm assuming, look, they're probably getting a lot more attention right now than they've gotten about a lot of things that they've done in their history. So if I'm them, I'm going to try to hold on to him as long as I can as the champion. But I don't know. You know, I, don't, I obviously don't know how realistic that actually is. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you have to at least let him keep it for a little while. I um, mean, but like he really could end up just, you know, losing it in 13 days. Yeah. See, my thing here is, is with GCW, the main events when Gage the champion have kind of been no rules. Uh, I would like to see them do something a little different here and let Cardona be the champion and fight for a little while and have good wrestling matches with whoever he's wrestling in the main event. Right. You don't like, want to see him doing, like, the, the garbage stuff like he was just doing. No, like, this is a spot where, you know, and I'm just going to list off a couple of different names. You know, oh, I'd like to see him uh, wrestle maybe uh, Marco Stunt. Right. Or... Who else is in the game chain? Like, uh, even Mance Warner, who uh, they won the tag titles earlier in the show. Like, Mance put on good show, good matches in AEW right. that weren't hardcore matches. And then let's, like, I would love to see Matt Cardona versus Effie. Okay. For the GCW world title. I just think that'd be fun. I could see that. I mean, I don't know much about Effie personally. I know, I, you know I, know, I know some things, obviously. But I don't know. I've never actually seen him wrestle or anything. So, like. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Like Matt Cardona is the like the a level of name talent that could bring attention. Like someone like me, like I'm willing to check this out now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. We'll see what happens with Game Changer Wrestling. We'll keep you guys updated as they announce what's next for the GCW World Champion. Now, early Sunday morning, it was reported Kota Ibushi is out. Hiroshi Tanahashi is in. For the IWGP World Title match between Shingo Takagi and now Hiroshi Tanahashi. Other matches on the show saw uh, Dangerous Techers, Zack Saber Jr. and Tai Chi. Uh, they took on the current tag or the then current tag champions Tetsuya Naito and Sonata. Techers regained the titles. That was uh, a hell of a match. It was a great match. Uh, yeah, it was. I, I think they said it went like forty minutes though. I believe that. So uh, I'd pack a lunch because it, 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 it's, it's a long one. But it was a really good one. Uh, it kept my interest for, I'd probably say, at least the bulk majority of it. There may have been a, a moment or two where, you know, oh, here's a down it spot. Was, oh. yeah, it, it was interesting to me. I mean, we, we watched it a little bit earlier, um, and I said it to you even then. Like, it was interesting because I felt like it hit a certain crescendo and then somehow, like, went back down. But then they brought it back up again. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it just... Like, I'm sure, I'm sure our friend Dave Meltzer is going to give it, like, all of the stars. I, I'd give it four. Like, I, I, I'd give it four on my rainbow flag scale. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably say it's in the three and three quarter to four and a quarter ratio, but I wouldn't go more than four and a quarter. Right. Um, also on that, we saw a new IWGP junior heavyweight champion as Robbie Eagles defeated the champion El Desperado. That was something that happened on that show, yes. Yeah, me and Joe both just kind of weren't really. I I don't know if that match ever got out of first. If it never got out of first gear. I, I don't. I don't think Robbie those... Eagles has more than a first gear. I've never been a, like a huge fan of his. Like he's not bad, but he's just another one of those guys that's like 
fairly generic and like there's nothing extremely special there you know mm-hmm. which i mean like you need guys like that on your roster you need utility guys like that like i'm not mad that he exists there but does he need to be a junior heavyweight champion no probably not but this is also because uh at the beginning of the show it was announced that Hiramu takahashi uh has been medically cleared and he is next in line so it looks like we're going to get uh robbie eagles versus Hiromu match in the very near future yeah, I love that. Um, anything with with Hiromu, we're we're all in on. Um, all right, let's transition main event. Uh, it was Shingo Takagi versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. This match was pretty uh, pretty good. Yeah, no, that was a really good one. I mean, no surprise. We've seen them have like bangers before, honestly. Mm-hmm. So genuinely, I, I would have been more surprised if they didn't deliver. Back to be perfectly it. honest, um, and it's great. It's great to see Shingo still owning it. He looks so good as world champion. It's you know uh, Tanahashi's hair was giving me Jennifer Aniston late nineties realness, and I loved it. Um, I was here for everything about that match, and I'm even here for the next challenger. Yes, post-match after Shingo retains, uh, it was evil because, you know, everything is evil. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm sure he's probably not going to win. I still feel like I, – I don't know that they quite have ever rebuilt him since, you know, kind of cutting his legs out from under him the first time he won the title and then lost mm-hmm. it. But I – you know, I don't know that he needs to win now to be rebuilt either. I think that you can rebuild him without taking it to that place. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But just having a good match and, and a solid outing uh, exactly for, for Evil would do big, especially for the Bullet Club with this whole, you know, Jay, Jay White over, over impact. impact and everything yeah. else. I don't know that necessarily you want Bullet Club to become a forgotten piece in the right. New Japan landscape. It's definitely so I, one of those it's definitely one of those things though where this is one of the reasons why I don't get why they got rid of the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Like like right now Evil in in the Intercontinental title scene or like I don't know maybe in the Neverweight title scene. I don't even know who the Neverweight champion is right now to be perfectly honest. Oh, that's right. Duh. So so yeah, you couldn't have him in the Neverweight title scene because like it's his stable mate. That's like whenever the post-match, you're like, oh, yeah, Naito's going to be the next one to come out. I'm like, uh, bud? I literally forgot that they were a team together. It's so weird because it's like they have the opposite problem that AEW has. It's like, you know, they're all on these stables together, but you never actually see them together. Facts. Unless it's like an eight-man tag match or, you know. Or or house show leading up to whatever the next big show is. Exactly. Where you'll get a random faction versus faction match. Right, Exactly. Um, yeah, so Shingo retains. Evil comes out with his compadre Dick to go. And uh, it's going to be Evil versus Shingo at the next uh, big show for New Japan. Um, all in all, the first couple matches on this show were kind of very sluggish. Yes. Um, it kind of felt like it dragged a little bit. So for, yeah. uh, for a three and a half hour, four, three and a half to four hour show, I would highly suggest that if you watch the last three matches, I think you would have gotten your money's worth. The Jeff Cobb versus Kazushita Okada match was a really yeah. good match. The tag title match was a banger. And then, See, of course, Shingo versus... You know you, you know what this podcast is? 
it's the opposite of like a New Japan show. Like it doesn't drag, and it's only twenty minutes, and we've only got like forty seconds left. Uh, all right, so it was uh, it was actually announced earlier tonight as well. I broke the news to Joe. Jeff Hardy positive for COVID, so we don't know what's going to happen with that carry and cross storyline. But make get sure well watch- wishes to him. Absolutely, make sure you watch Raw tomorrow night to see what happens with that. Um, plug some stuff before we get out of here. Uh, follow me on Twitter at they call me burn. Follow Joe at JLo Shuga. The show is at Take the Number Three Wrestling. Ernest is there at EJ Christian Seven. Uh, I don't know any of the other social medias because Ernest hasn't shared that with us yet. So once we get those, I'll be able to plug those. Um, so watch Raw tomorrow night. Look out for the next show where we discuss what happened on Raw. Uh, that's Joe. I'm Mike. And we'll yep. see you guys uh, next time on Take 15, a Take 3 wrestling podcast. Bye. We're on a mission to serve you and your community with access to great health care. AmeriHealth Caritas Florida is a local Medicaid health plan that is part of the national AmeriHealth Caritas family of companies. We help our members manage their health and connect to community resources. We make care the heart of our work. With us, it's about you. To learn more, please visit www.americhealthcaritasfl.com. Proudly serving Regions 9 and 11. High value, low rates. Come on into the Honda Summer Sales Event at your Southwest Florida Honda dealers. Honda's KBB.com's 2021 Best Value brand. Get zero APR up to 48 months on the new 2021 Pilot or 1.9% on Accords, Civics, and CRVs. Take a virtual test drive at SouthwestFloridaHondaDealers.com. See Coconut Point Honda at your main Honda of Naples, Honda of Fort Myers, and Norm Reeves Honda Superstore of Port Charlotte. Call 888-225-1964.